happy New Year's Eve. Big show today. Hey, lot of stupid, stupid, stupid stuff on today's show. You could say that. It was a fun one, though. But I'll tell you what. We look ahead to 2021. Mm -hmm. We talk about 2020. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of conversations about things that have happened in the world. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is a good show. Yeah, it is a good show. Now, it might be one of those shows where you think to yourself, I am not their best show. Uh, maybe, but also, if you enjoy the show by the end of it, go ahead and be a friend, tell a friend. Be a friend, tell a friend. What else, are you, what else you got going on today, you know? I mean, uh, the ball is dropping on your television, all right? Don't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> we buried him there, didn't we? Yeah, we, a little bit. Yeah, we but... buried him. What a, what a zinger that was by us. <laughs> Um, if you enjoy, we want to keep growing this thing. Okay. 2021. We want to keep this thing going, keep this community, keep this team, keep this family rolling full speed ahead. So feel free to be a friend, tell a friend, if you enjoy this by the end of this thing, we gave away PS fives. You might've been one mm -hmm. of the winners. Congrats. Whoever won the PS fives. And uh, if you don't like the show, uh, fuck off. All yep. right, let's get to it. Uh, yeah, this is the last show of the year. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> New Year, new me tomorrow. Hey! <laughs> All right. Enough of the bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't believe we're here. You know, there was times this year where a lot of things happened, not, not only in the sports world, obviously, which is where we live, but in the world world. And we all have experienced it. And although there's been a plethora of sack kicking moments in this past 365 days and some blindsiding moments, today we would like to share our three hours with the people that listen to the show, calling in, talking about their favorite things from the last year. And, and I know it might be tough to find some favorite things or good things or anything like that, but I think there's been a few, hopefully for everybody that we can share and have a little bit of positivity as we lead into 2021, which by all accounts is potentially going to be the greatest year of all time. Hell yeah. yeah. Now it is getting a little bit alarming because uh, in the people in the real world, I've been hearing some quotes that they've been saying, making their, its rounds on social media. I guess the first couple of months of 2021 also not going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're looking at the back half of 2021 here. So, that's going to be awesome. So earlier in the year, whenever we were talking about, let's get to 2021, hey, 2020, mm -hmm. 2020 stinks. From what, I'm, what I've been gathering, and I am no scientist nor person that really has a, a uh, feel of the pulse of what's going on in the real world. From what I have gathered, we're about three months away from the real 2021 <laughs> yeah. that we want to get to. Yes. Exactly. So tonight, whenever a ball drops, wherever it is, when the clock strikes midnight and it turns to 2021, what your mindset should be, although tomorrow might not be different than today and next week might be the same as this week, know that better days are right around the corner in 2021. In the new year, new me bullshit thing that everybody says, maybe this year is a year where you do one of those. Maybe you leave some bullshit in 2020 that you don't take to 2021. I think 2020 has been a year where we can all be incredibly grateful for maybe the little things that got taken away from us out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And even though there's some terrible sports games on, whenever we watch them, we have to think back to the time this year where we had zero sports at all anywhere. There was a sports game about to happen, actually, basketball, and the MC got on the announcement and said, uh, everybody needs to build and go past. <laughs> what? And you heard what? a lady, what? <laughs> 
And then that one thing led to another with the entire world shutting down. So hopefully, if anything we take from 2020 into 2021 is a little bit of gratitude for the smaller things in life and appreciation. And hopefully, we'll get some calls from people around the world. one 888 mad 6 Can't wait to chat with you. We'll talk some sports. We'll talk about what happened last night in the sports world. And uh, hopefully, wrap up this year with a little bit of a bang. Uh, at Boston Connors here. How you doing, pal? I'm doing fantastic, Pat. Uh, I have to ask, though. A little sore, it seems like. Something happened last night on the Oculus or okay. what? Thank you. We're getting right into it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we yeah. should, yeah. Let's just fire it off. I've been waiting to hear that. Let me tell you a good thing that 2020 brought me. Mm. I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Okay? 33 years on this earth. Yep. Same year as Jesus. Whenever he decided. Not he didn't decide. I guess the Italians decided. They did. Pontius. The Italians did. People forget the Italians took him out. Yeah. Right? Thanks They've a been lot. doing paid gigs for a long time, those Italians. <laughs> but anyways, 33 years on this earth. 32 of them, I could openly say I hated video games. Mm-hmm. Hated them. Why are we doing this? It's a waste of time. I'm going to go do real life. 33rd year, 2020. Worst year in everybody else's life. I became a gamer. And last night, I started thinking like a gamer. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So last night I'm in the Oculus, okay? My first ever fight night. Hit it with a left, hit it with a right, right. you know? Knock yeah. out like fight night. Mm-hmm. Last uh-huh. night had one. And uh, I'm in a different level now. Ooh. Okay, and I realized that as I was stepping in, after I weighed in, they get me into the thing to pick the fight and everything like that. Yeah. I realized I've made it to another level in the game. Okay. okay? So now we're going five rounds. All right, it's full five rounds, full three minutes, and the endurance is now where the competition's at. Is it, so it's like there's like an easy, there's a normal, which is realistic, yep. there's a, and then there's an endurance one, and then there's like class or something mm-hmm. like that, which Legend. is, it's like, yeah, so, so I'm up in the endurance one now. So I'm, I'm one away from, you know, potential professional Oculus boxing. All right. So the guy got a little bit tougher. Mm. So first three rounds, by the way, I've only been knocked down one time before. I get knocked down once in the first three rounds. The other guy got knocked down zero times. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I'm throwing everything. Okay? So after the third round, I've never been to a fourth round. My Oculus knows I've never been to a fourth round. Mm -hmm. In between rounds, since I don't have a stool, normally I do the full bend over. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think of my strength coaches from all the time going, there is no air down there. Mm -hmm. And all I'm thinking is, yeah, but my body wants to just collapse right now. So I'm going to do this. And then... All of a sudden, in about 15 seconds into the minute-long break that you get in between rounds, I go, this Oculus is probably reading me right now. Mm-hmm. It knows I've never been to a fourth round. It probably thinks that I'm tired right now. Oh, and yeah. if I'm bent over and it's on my hands and the thing is probably reading my own, like my, my blood in my head probably, they're probably, so I stood up, ooh, okay? Ooh. I, I stood up and I did one big deep breath. Tried to do like a sniper, slow down my heart rate. Yeah. And I just stood up for the entire inventory for the rest of 45 seconds, okay? So now I'm outsmarting my artificial intelligence Oculus robot that I'm controlling inside of there. And I, I, I literally had clear as day. I said, oh, if I stand up and act like I'm not tired, I'll probably come out here looking a little bit better. Seven seconds, guy gets knocked down. Wow. Oh, seven seconds. First right hand, guy's down. I'm like, ha ha. 15 seconds. He gets up, obviously. I'm standing now, right? Don't want to, okay. still dead tired, but acting not like it. Yeah. About 15 seconds into that thing, jab knocks him down. So this guy's down two times in the fourth round Jeez. in the first like 45 seconds. I'm like, that's it. Just got to act like you're in really good shape in between rounds. They'll make your Oculus guy stronger or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he survives fourth round. I get three knockdowns into the fifth round, 149 nine left in the fight i knock him out with a jab he's down forever 
Yeah. I outsmarted fucking artificial intelligence that Zuckerberg created. I'm already here. I'm a gamer. I'm smarter than them. I am so pumped My up. My God. I might take over the whole goddamn system at this point. Might as well. Why stop now? Nick, I called you immediately after this because I would like to know what your thoughts were. He was soaking them, by the way, in his new hot dog. Nice. Can't blame it at Nick Ronaldo. Um, Soak of the year. Felt good. You're a super tech guy. You know the whole thing. Yeah. I'm right, right? Like, that thing was definitely reading how tired... I was actually just about to Google and look up, can the Oculus actually read any type of pattern in your body whatsoever? If it does, you're definitely right. Because... I just don't think it does. I would assume that if the Oculus feels that it's just getting straight down, oh, like yeah. I'm a bit yeah. bent over. they got the view, too. It probably knows that mm-hmm. I'm, like, dead tired yeah. or whatever. So I stood up, and I thought I was so smart, too. I was like, oh, slow the heart down. Don't breathe too heavy. And I was like, don't even, like, sound tired either, you know, because it's probably listening to you. Yeah. Because it does have a microphone on it. You got to think the AI in the Oculus was like, holy shit, he's standing up. He's in better shape than he was in between the first and second round. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then it rewarded me seven seconds in, fucking Don. See you later. By the way, five knockdowns for me, one knockdown for him, all in the fourth and fifth round. Huh. People would think that the robot had stamina. No, no, that's me, Ty. <laughs> I was fucking pumped about it. I mean, so it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, you know, you're going to get the strap here. I mean, are, are the guys getting much harder? I think I am the champion. Oh, you are? Yeah, you already have the belt. The last time I fought this guy, it said champion at the top, and Ooh. it didn't this time. Hmm. So I think, because they only they have eight guys, I've learned at this point now. Okay. And you just go up levels, right? Because yesterday morning when I went in there, they had me fighting the same guy, the same guy that took me, this same guy, yeah. moneymaker guy, Edward Price is his name. Ooh, Eddie. Out of London. Eddie Price, Eddie, tough son of a bitch. He is a tough son of a bitch, and he's <laughs> tall, too, this son of a bitch. He's tall. Mm-hmm. I almost went out there to have my Oculus re-measure me for how tall this son of a bitch is. I, like, I think there's no way I'm fighting a six-foot-eight guy, but I think Edward Price is six-foot-eight. The last time I fought him, it's a champion. Then I went back in there yesterday morning, and I went to the fight, and normally I can push to my next guy who would have the next poster of who yeah, I'm fighting, mm-hmm. and it didn't let me go any further. It was the same guy. I was like, so did it not count it? Ooh. So I got like pissed off at the game, left. Last <laughs> night I went in there. It didn't have champion. The biggest difference was didn't have champion. So I think okay. I am. I think I am champion right yeah! now. And I'm out thinking fucking Mark Zuckerberg and his Oculus. Beating artificial intelligence. Pretty good year for you. 923 punches I threw. Uh, In one match? One fight? Jesus. 807 power punches. You do the math on how many jabs I threw. Yeah, those those things are just coming. And I'm going, (laughs) by the way, I'm going, I'm switching from Southpaw to right hand, whatever the fuck Confuse the opponent. No, not confuse the opponent because... At points, I can't lift my arms up, so uh-huh. I gotta switch the one that's in front to block the punches. Because then I'm just throwing the <laughs> left. Hey, it's like a, a a big hook sweeping left. And I think a real human would probably just like catch, maybe even. But in <laughs> Oculus boxing, for some reason, I get that son of a bitch every single time. Different game. I see his jaw going a little bit of spit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Well, they need to add some more opponents then. If you've already. I mean, you've beaten everyone they have to offer. So I guess. So what next can you do? I guess Creed has a game where it's similar. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think whenever I start streaming my, I'll probably go through Creed. Start and the start Creed from, game. Start yeah. from the bottom. Those first couple fights should be fun to watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if it's anything similar to the thrill of the fight or whatever. But mm-hmm. I worked out on Dummy yesterday a little bit. Ooh. I, I need to get my uppercut going. My uppercut seems to only catch him in the sternum every single time. Ah. Still, good body blow. I well, mean. Yeah. Started working a body on a guy last mm-hmm. night, by the way. I just fucking 
boom, and then as soon as he drops his hand, here we go. We're fucking bang a rang. My arms are so tired, dude. I it, can't That's a lot of punches. Nine hundred and twenty-three. That's a lot of punches. I should have challenged you to a money shot today. Yeah, today was the day. Should have. But by the way, just like Alex Smart the Oculus, I asked you too. I walked <laughs> yeah, in here, yeah, yep. didn't say a single word, had nope. the hands in the pockets because that's a, really they can't go out much further. Mm-hmm. So it's just locking in there. That Oculus is probably going to get me in good shape as soon as I decide to potentially eat somewhat healthy. Which well, wasn't today. We got pizza. No, yeah, Monday. Monday. I mean, Monday. you're going into a weekend here. You got NFL football. Yeah, you got some bowl games. I mean, you don't need to be eating healthy until Monday. At Ty Schmidt, um, 2020 brought a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. A lot of bad things, obviously. A lot of good things. In your eyes, when you look back on 2020, maybe 2030, you open your eyes, you'd be like, hey, you remember 2020 when? What would it be for you? I mean, Rodgers. Yeah, on yeah. The show, you, yeah. you and Aaron becoming friends. Yeah, uh-huh. you knew it. I mean, you could never... I don't know. I mean, if I would have thought that th- this would happen like five years ago, like, it, I mean, it couldn't have been further from my wildest imagination. So, yeah, being able to talk to him every week and interact with him, it's uh, it's been pretty cool. I mean, close second, obviously, would be um, Takes, Coronation, yeah. when he left the WWE. That was my second, clo- like, most favorite moment from 2020. When, when yeah. Undertaker? Yeah, when uh, Takes. His final farewell. Yeah, uh. Takes final ride, if you will. Thank you, Take. I just wanted to make sure I got that out again before the end of the year. We we in 2020 we learned a lot about Undertaker. We did truly on this show. We had him on. He was an incredible interview, mm-hmm. good conversation. Yep. But with that hashtag, thank you, Take. I think in 2020 we learned a lot about what Undertaker was doing for people behind right. closed doors. Yeah, maybe the most important person of a generation. Yeah. That's what that hashtag showed. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. The children of Take were out in abundance, and they were amazing. A lot of Undertakers my, was like my dad. Yeah. A lot of that. Raised multiple families yeah. across the world. Hashtag. Thank you, Take! Uh, but yeah, the Roger stuff was obviously yeah, of course. very cool. How come you just can't, for one time, give a couple real answers? What do you like? mean? I did. You're, 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 you're telling me that thank you take is the number two overall thing. You got engaged this year, didn't you? Did he not get engaged this year? No, I yeah. got engaged last year. No, no. It, was, it was last year. It was last uh, year. So this year actually was bad because you guys had to move the wedding. Right yeah, though. but no, I mean, I'm I'm racking my brain right now. I, I can't think of anything that surpasses take at number two. I really can't. I mean, no. If someone else has something. I got something. Getting a bag of money was pretty sweet. That, yeah. was, pretty, that <laughs> was pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking under. Thank you, take. Huh? Thank you, take. Oh, well, thank actually, yeah. No, no, no. Thank you, take. Yeah. Cameos uh, yeah. from take with yeah. that. Oh, yeah, K, yeah, so yeah. It was. Thank you, Foxy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I forgot that happened. Yeah, I was going to say that, that. That does not seem like it was this year. Well, because you're racking your brain. Fucking <laughs> yeah. thank you, <laughs> the taker. By the way, I respect it. Undertaker gave us a great interview, man. He did. Mm-hmm. Who do you put to sleep? Slight, uh, Cypress Hill. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, 16 minutes in the show. We had no guest today because we weren't supposed to have a show. We had some friends of the show call in, though. Ooh. And I do believe AJ Hawk potentially left his family vacation early. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll ask him about that for sure. Mm-hmm. And we'll also do his favorite segment. Ooh, questions from other sports shows? Yeah, we will do that Come as, on. as soon as he gets on the air. There's been a lot of interesting ones. We'll talk about some sports, obviously, but let's get to the phone calls. That's what today's all about. Hell yeah. We'll celebrate the dawning of a new year mm. with people that listen to the show and hear what they got to say here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening on SiriusXM, after this three hours of whatever happens here, you guys are in for a treat. Ooh. <laughs> JT the Brick is filling in for Mad Dog today. What? what? Brick, 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 brick
Let's go to Brandon in Colorado. What's going on, Brandon? Damn. How's it going, man? JT the Brick, dude. Can't believe it. Hey, everything's good. Brandon, what do you want to talk about, pal? Hey, man, I just uh, first wanted to say I appreciate the call. Uh, first time answer from you all, so I appreciate it. Uh, everything you guys are doing, hammer down. Great gambling show. 8-0 yesterday. Just want to say it can't back because it probably won't happen again. No big deal. Um, but I want to talk about the Browns. Are, we are they about to lose to the Steelers and Mason Rudolph, and do they cover? Great question, Brandon. That's not really what we're looking for phone calls today. No, no, not really. No. But Way to go, man. But, I mean, I guess, he's, you know, first one, only up from here. You kind of like where we start. Favorite moment of 2020, you know, it's going to be like a little reminisce thing. Mm -hmm. You know what? Hammered Down came into Chris, uh, I think is yeah. what he was saying. There we go. Huge. Hammered Down. I've enjoyed the hell out of Hammered Down. Get oh, yeah. a sports gambling podcast out of this uh, office. Uh, Diggs, myself, Gumpy, Michael Lombardi. Gumpy, although his NFL stats, well, sorry, record will not showcase how successful of a gambler Gumpy has been oh, yeah. this year. Because he bets on other sports that are irrelevant. You know what I'm mm -hmm. talking about? Yep. College basketball, yep. soccer, mm -hmm. NBA. Yep. I mean, he, he's right now generating a lot of capital. Oh, yeah. Gumpy, how do you feel about your bowl game bet so far? Bowl game's not bad. We got Tulsa going right now, plus one and a half. Okay, Hammer, we'll check out and uh, see how Gumpy did. Last night, we knew Oklahoma was going to win. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe. That was a rough outing for Trask. That hurts. Well, let's... The Trask situation last night, for those that didn't watch, Florida played Oklahoma. And uh, Florida, this is the New Year's six. So this is the number five, number six game. So yeah. th mm -hmm. this game means nothing, but it's supposed to mean more than the other shit, right? It's not the college football playoff, but it's the next biggest game, allegedly is what mm -hmm. it was supposed to be. Yeah. And uh, yesterday, whenever I came in in the morning, I heard Florida was getting four points or four and a half points. And I was like, we're hammering Florida right over Oklahoma for sure. And then... Gumpy and everybody really quickly said, no, 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 no. They got nobody playing. And I said, is Trask playing? They said, yeah. And then they put up a graphic right before the show started. Uh, NFL tight end not playing. Yep. Three NFL wide receivers not playing. Mm -hmm. And Trask, who is one of the top conversations of quarterback that kind of rose up the, the charts there for Florida, he decided to play. And it's very interesting because it kind of puts people in a little bit of a pickle here. Mm -hmm. Because the conversation is, should these guys be sitting out thinking business-wise, especially for the New Year's Six game, which is supposed to be a big-time game. Now, uh, I guess the four player stars that sat out on the offensive side of the ball for Florida, they did not view it as that big of a game because uh, they're right. It's not worth shit. Mm -hmm. it, it, it might as well just be the cotton or It is a cotton ball. It yeah. might as well be uh, the Monarchy Car Care Bowl, Bowl because there's nothing you can do moving forward. Like, oh, congratulations, you got fifth place. Like, mm -hmm. It's not not really that big of a bowl even though they try to make it a big thing and obviously at some point they're going to expand this playoff it should have been this year would have been awesome but the, the, the olds dropped the ball yep what are you gonna do again but the players sitting out of bowl games opting out of bowl games and players playing is a very hot topic conversation it's a generational thing right mm -hmm. because whenever you're talking about two different generations you're talking about two different types of humans here two different types of football players two different types of locker rooms by the way my generation i think was probably at the uh, precipice of the new generation coming in because whenever i was going through school this wasn't like unless you were a top five top ten pick it was not even thought that you were sitting out you're gonna finish it out you know like hey this is a team we're gonna finish out the season we started this whenever we were running the hills in morgantown we mm -hmm. went to training camp we played all these games these practices these lifts and now it's the culmination is here at this bowl game we don't care what it is we're at a bowl we're gonna play this thing
That was kind of the idea. That was the mindset. That's the older generation's mindset right now. You still hear a lot of older folks who come from the locker rooms that I was in and, and the mindset that I was in, like these selfish stars are quitting. That's what they're doing on their teammates. But I don't think their teammates view it that way. So if their teammates don't view it as that way, it's hard, I assume, for the players to view it as that way because nobody really expects them to play because it's a much more business mindset in locker rooms now. Now that everybody has the ability to be their own business and to prosper and make their own money, uh, it feels like there's a much different mindset from the younger generation on like, yeah, we will do this, but also we got to make sure we set ourselves up here. Yeah. And I guess you can blame them for that, but it also comes directly after a generation that is in eternal debt because they got fucked over by the entire process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think if you kind of take in all of the factors into it, you can't really compare. This is like comparing LeBron and Jordan. Oh, you're going to hear older players talk about how this is what it was like whenever we were in that, so these guys can't do it. But it's a completely different locker room now. It is a completely different world. And to be honest, the trash situation, throwing three interceptions in the first quarter as a quarterback that was very hot, especially coming out for that Alabama game. Yeah, Kyle Trask, if, if you're Kyle Trask people, I assume they were telling him to sit out, especially if everything you potentially need to be successful yeah. is choosing not to play. I don't know, but... I respect the Trask play. Yeah. Okay. I respect the fact that Kyle Trask played yesterday, even though his stud tight end, three wide receivers are out, playing with guys wearing number like 44 out there or whatever. Mm -hmm. It is just one of those things where it's old school versus a new generation, and it's two different mindsets completely. So I think we should just stop the conversation because it's impossible to compare the two because we're in two very different worlds right now. Do you think that – like significantly drops him out of the first round or is it just he's just later on in the first now i think it significantly uh entrenches the younger generation into the thought that we're not playing in these fucking games yeah. that don't mean anything yeah kyle trask is going to be a story if he does drop right if he does drop at all you're going to see next year fourth rounders fifth rounders yeah. like did you see trask buried himself yeah. he was and that's just gonna it's going to continue to evolve which is going to continue this conversation that is going to take place between two different groups of humans which is two different generations yeah i don't think he's necessarily going to drop out of the first round but he lost millions of dollars last night probably <laughs> yeah, I would, you know? yeah i mean there's really no other way to because they were talking about him going in the top five you know and i didn't i didn't get to watch every pick he threw was it bad balls? First or? one was a pick six. The second one was off a guy's hands. And then the third one was actually in the red zone, uh, th trying to throw a touchdown, picked off in the red zone, Oklahoma ball. The other yeah, because I'll be intrigued to see how scouts or GMs who might have liked him review that, right? Yeah. Because like, okay, they also probably appreciate the fact that he went out there and played. Trying yeah. to make a play, yeah. yeah. No, not just make a play. He play went out the there game. and played. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he, okay. You know what I mean? Like that is, there's some GMs that are going to be like, who are come from that old school mindset that they're like, mm -hmm. this guy at least chose to play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which... Against, he shouldn't have. I think we all realize mm -hmm. at this point, especially whenever you see all your weapons around. So that'll, that'll kind of off balance. I assume there are some people that maybe dropped him a little bit, though, mm -hmm. yeah. which goes to your point, that whole thing, which in the future years, people are going to be like, don't pull a fucking contrast. Yeah, yeah, but he'll be perfect in Chicago. I mean, he'll, be, he'll look hell very good with that Bears helmet on. Bear Don. <laughs> Zito, we hope you're all right, bub. Love you, Z. Hang in there, Z. Let's go to Adam in South Dakota. What's going on, Adam? Hey, Pat, long-time listener, love the show, the boys, the brand, absolutely amazing. You guys got uh, a lot of people through a very tough year. You guys deserve a damn award. Well, that, That's what I think. Well, funny you say that. Because I did win a prestigious award yeah. last night. That's yes, right. The Heisman Radio. I, I won an well, well <laughs> also that, but I did not win that last night. Oh, last night. Last I, night. Yeah, you last said, night oh. I actually won a words. You know, they come. The uh, I won the uh, NXT Rivalry of the Year award. Hell yeah! Hey. 
Adam Cole accepted the award, which is interesting huh. because I carried him to this award. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? I carried him in our TakeOver 30 match to a show stealer. I absolutely carried him. There are some people on the internet that are like, he carried me through it because it was my first match. No. If you watch that thing back, go ahead and flip that. Uh, I carried Adam. Truly. And then obviously, I gifted him a war games main event mm-hmm. right you're welcome my guys go into war games against his stooges now did i win either of those no no but there people are calling in a question what the refs were up to yeah yeah in those matches and everything like that so i did win a prestigious award last night but you're right this show uh the boys at least deserve and you know what boys we'll share that nxt award as if it was just a whole year award oh, wow yeah wow. how about us dude congrats to you guys hey. thank you Thank you, Adam. Yeah. Um, so yesterday, guys, you guys talked about one of my favorite all-time games that I've coached, and I actually am an esports coordinator for a team. You guys absolutely butchered butchered the crap out of uh, League of Legends. You butchered it. We butchered. Out of all butchered, Adam, you knew that was coming, right? You knew it. as soon as you as soon as you attacked the boys here a little bit, because there was a little bit of a situation yesterday where I was uh, learnt what League of Legends was. Yep. And I had no idea what it was. It was originally compared to WoW, World mm-hmm. of Warcraft, which my brother and I lost a friend for four or five years to that game. <laughs> okay, he got lost in there. That guy disappeared. That's oh, all yeah. I know about that. I thought League of Legends was a league of legendary people with teams doing things. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what they were. Turns out, uh, Adam, you and a lot of other gaming humans, uh, mm-hmm. they were sending me a lot of tweets last night about League of Legends photos, videos. Ooh. Hey, Adam. League of Legends big events are fucking electric, huh, pal? Oh, they, it's absolutely amazing. Um, I, 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 I want to apologize. I don't want to attack the boys except Foxy. He used an old photo, an old video. How dare you, Foxy? Oh, Foxy. Oh, you, Foxy. That's very interesting. I did not pull up that video. Yeah. You did. That's me. Oh, oh man. Sorry. Man, sorry. Set Foxy up for failure. Uh-oh. Coach Adam. Yeah, Coach. What is this? Yeah, he's a coach. Uh. You, you 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 embarrass me, you know. You, You're butchering our show by calling in. <laughs> hey, 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 go back to Detroit, man. You, you, the, I think the Lions oh, need some yeah, help. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you, Coach. Have a good, good one. one. Thanks, yeah. Coach. Good luck in the playoffs. The he didn't catch to the transition. Yeah, he yeah, we made it to though. another play. Hey, you had a new enemy. You know, Adam, yeah. coach, you got sometimes you got to you got to adapt. You got to the battlefield. And by the way, the guy you were about to attack there, man, sorry, he plays by a much different set of rules. Barking up the wrong uh, tree. Let's go to Joe. It really is. <laughs> Truly, he has no idea. <laughs> no He's opening the door and there's ha ah! ha. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's go to Joe in Jersey. What's going on, Joe? Jesus. What's going Christ. on, guys? How you doing today? This show stinks, dude. We're only getting, we're only twenty seven minutes yeah. into this thing. What do you want to talk about, Joe? Uh, I just want to say I'm grateful that you guys got a show today. Hey, Thank you for the work day today. So are Thank we, you. Joe? Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you for listening, Joe. We're pumped up about it as well. What do you want? To, uh, what was your favorite moment of 2020? Uh, I gotta say, pretty much the exclamation point of the year was getting Stone Cold down here. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen to those stories. Yeah. Throwing down beers with the Dudley Boys. <laughs> Well, and uh, Stacey yeah. I think we had 108, 110. <laughs> and, you know, I always try to keep a 12 to 18 pack out there. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I appreciate the call, man. Happy New Year to Joe. We have to get to a break. If you're listening or watching, yeah, 
this is probably what today's show is going to be. <laughs> know that we are not going to adjust anything, just like Adam and his attack against Foxy, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be against yeah. Mansuri. Yeah. We're not changing anything during this break. No, no way. We're going in the corner. We're not outsmarting the Oculus. No. no. We're not changing anything from the first half to the second half, mm-hmm. even the first quarter of the first hour to the second quarter of the second or first hour. There's no chance of that. No, Hands no on chance at all. We're supposed to be off today. We were. Now... Some people would say that we're just taking advantage of a situation no. so we can save an off day for the off season. That's not us. Hard no. We wouldn't do that. No. Because we want to be here. Hell we want to yeah. be here. And we're giving away PS5s today. Whoa! What? Four PS5s giving away today. Let's oh. go! Yeah, CFO uh, Phil is randomly selecting them right now. The Hunter boy, Phil. 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 So if you don't win one, there is one That's person. Phil. Phil. And by the way, by the way, it's I believe it's Phil's kids picking the winners. Really? Oh, jeez. So if you don't win and you get mad, go ahead and attack Phil's kids. They're tough enough. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Hopefully they shut their DMs on their Twitter accounts, but no, okay. Phil, Phil, Phil would not allow Phil's his kids to have that. He watched account. the social dilemma. Oh, that's right. His kids, by the way, are gonna be tougher than all of us probably in a year or two, if I know. Yeah. If not now. They're smarter than us for sure. Yeah. Ahead, Can I address an issue with the Arby's Brick contest? Uh oh. There were there were a lot of complaints that people just made burner accounts and spam the inch. I don't think a lot of people realize how many people just watch the show on YouTube or listen to it on Sirius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who hey, end up creating do. a Twitter account yeah. to enter the contest? Yeah, agree. We have a lot of people that do that actually. Because um, I'll see a lot of tweets that say. I've uh, never had a Twitter account created this just to tell you your show stinks. Mm. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to Twitter. <laughs> yeah. You're going to fit in just fine. <laughs> yeah. you know, it feels yeah. like. But you're, by the way, who? So? So what? Yeah. yeah. It's we the were, name of the game. Hey, yeah. uh, I, I, we told you you could enter up to 55 times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't be mad that you got outsmarted. Yeah. That's yeah. business, baby. Well, we're giving away free shit. Yeah. Like, that's my biggest thing, you know? And maybe. This is that foxy generation. Oh, who just you 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 hand something. We gave one hundred twenty five thousand dollars out. Do you remember? This is twenty twenty. Let's do a little mm-hmm. recap. We gave out one hundred twenty five thousand dollars because we uh, we reach a million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to everybody on YouTube. We appreciate the hell out of you. You guys are the best. You give us so much leverage to go ahead and say literally fuck you to everybody if we want to, and it's because you're the greatest humans on earth, and uh, we're very very thankful for you. Just want to let you know that. And it's hilarious how you guys are referenced by the execs uh, whenever they're talked about in negotiation system. Mm-hmm. Very funny, actually. <laughs> now that I, yeah, I'm not doing that. Oh, it's a good opportunity. Is it? Hmm? Are you sure? Seems like it's smaller than the network we created already. Huh. No, no, no. This is a good opportunity. Is it? I don't think so. That doesn't seem like the right number. There. It doesn't feel like mm-hmm. it. I think there's going to have to be a couple more... <laughs> Yeah, commas in there if you'd like me to do that terrible job. Mm-hmm. You're lucky to be getting offered this. I'm like, oh, well, no, I, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. You know why? Because because my YouTube's bigger than. And my YouTube have a great group of humans following mm-hmm. right now, uh-huh. and they're riding. You know, mm-hmm. so your people seem to be a little bit smaller. You guys like 300? That's cute. Hey, that is cool. cute. What you guys got going on? Nice. Right? Hey, listen, it's adorable. Go get one. Yeah. But anyway, so we gave away $125,000 because we did create a YouTube channel that has a million people following it, which makes no sense. We don't understand it. We're very thankful for it. And I give $125,000 away. I don't think I heard one. I did. I heard a couple of thank yous from the people that won. 
I might have got 2,000 fuck yous you didn't randomly select that mm -hmm. money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well. You shitting me? Uh, I was like, did you not watch the screen? We were literally, hey, I die! Yeah. <laughs> Bang. It's random as it gets. Then we give away $500 in Arby's gift cards and people are mad about other things. It's so, rigged, I knew it. Just, yeah, by the way, whoever Phil picks for these PS5s, man, people are going to be pissed. Oh, oh yeah, live it. It's kind of cool, actually, the way we've kind of put a buffer around this because I did pawn it off on Phil to do it, and mm -hmm. then Phil pawned it off on his kids. Yeah, yeah. Hey, genius, smart, delegating. smart, delegating. That is delegating responsibility. So if people attack me, I'm gonna be like, "No, you should go after Phil," and Phil's gonna I be like, "Me, it. fucking go after my kids." Get my kids, and then people who would be attacking for that will have no problem attacking his kids. No. Yeah, see, I don't see why they don't attack the people who win. They're the ones that yeah. stole the opportunity from you. Yeah, get mad at them. Yes, get mad at the people who <laughs> won your prize, or don't get mad at all. Yeah. Know that there's going to be a lot more giveaways, just mm -hmm. strictly because I'm not supposed to have the money that I have. I so. was just going to say, you've given away over a million dollars this year. For sure. You gave us $500,000 in the office. You gave the Barstool Fund $200,000. Oh, yeah. You gave away the $125,000. And then all the other shit, I'm sure you had in there. I mean, those PlayStations, PlayStations. $10,000 each. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, it is over a million dollars. It's got to be. In one year. We were supposed to give away five PS5s, by the way, and that was the plan. It was. But it turns out we bought six of them. Two of them were not legit. Mm -hmm. We got four, so we're giving away four PS5s. Right. Hey, we have a friend of the show on. Who called in? Mark Madden. Oh, oh, shit. Double M. Oh, we got to turn you up. Your woo sounded too good, too. I could hear the kind of the the, like the beginning of it. He sounded like an owl a little bit. Didn't get the full. Oh, yeah, there's an owl in the back. I, I, I don't do New Day, Pat. I only do legends like Ric Flair. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you sound... I don't do the hoo, 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 hoo. I just do woo. Mark, how you doing? Are you live today? Are you going live today? Yeah, no choice. Because you went to <laughs> Vegas last week. Well, no, the bronze, their COVID thing. There's talk from the lesser lights in Pittsburgh sports radio. Well, if they push the game back to Monday, the Steelers should forfeit. Yeah, like there's going to be a forfeit in the NFL in a game that means something vis-a-vis uh, -vis the playoff scenario. But, yeah, I am on air. And uh, I got to tell you, COVID's really coming through in a big way because it gives – a talking point to this Steelers bronze game. Otherwise, oh it's just a non game here in Pittsburgh. All right, Mark. Uh, it has come out. I'm not rooting for COVID, Pat. Yeah, I, well. I made you flinch already no, early you, in the appearance. No, you I, did. No, you did. I did not flinch. I didn't blink. Yeah, you that. did. You flinched a little bit, Pat. Uh, we had Joey from Tennessee earlier. There's quite a flinch there with the way he ended his <laughs> call. But, Mark, um, this weekend's game, Steelers are resting Marquise, uh, TJ. Cam Hayward, Ben Roethlisberger, at least. Okay, those are just the names that have gone out. You think Mason Rudolph and the boys can get a big win over the COVID Browns, which we don't know who's going to be on the team and who's going to make it and who's not? Well, first off, we don't know for sure who's not playing for the Steelers besides Ben. I don't think any official word has been uh, out there, but I think it's going to be Ponce, DeCastro, uh, Cam Hayward, and Joe Hayden for sure. And I would sit watch just because of the – breakneck pace he keeps up which you know makes him miss a couple series per game i want that guy at the top of his motor for the playoffs even if it does cost him a you know uh, a career high in sacks or whatever it is he's shooting for i don't think he's going to get nfl defensive player of the year even though he's deserving i think that's kind of preordained to aaron donald who certainly would be a worthy recipient now as far as mason rudolph goes he sucks and the steelers have no chance <laughs> 
All right, Mark. Uh, See, you flinched again. I saw it. I did not. I, I said, as soon as I heard that Mason Rudolph was playing, it was kind of like live on our show when it was announced or whatever. I said, oh, that team's going to stink just because Mason is not good at football at we seen. But no, uh, he's not. No, another oh, year dude. of practice. Yes. Another mm-hmm. year of practice. A little bit more understanding of the uh, offensive system. Uh, a little bit of experience in the NFL. He could come out and be a ball player, Mark. Am I on the Pat McAfee show or some kind of Disney fantasy world program? I mean, come on. The guy's a bum. He's not even a good backup. Maybe Duck Hodges will see some time. Duck Hodges makes Mason Rudolph look like Joe Montana in his prime. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're doing a yearly wrap-up here. Uh, That's today's show. I'm I'm happy you got some shots in there. What were your your favorite moments from 2020, Mark? First off, thank you for the opportunity to take those shots. (laughs) I I always enjoy that. It's, you you know, silver platter, here you go. Uh, the two best things from 2020, uh, one far and away that your listeners won't care about, but Liverpool won the Premier League. Yeah. That's the first Premier League title Let's since 1990. Well, well, there you go. First top flight title since 1990. And I was overjoyed about that. I thought COVID might wipe it out, but thankfully they resumed the season. And the second is go ahead. What your interruption? Bro, you never walk alone, dude. Never right? walk, never walk, never walk, walk alone, alone, bro. Never walk alone. Never walk alone. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high. And the second greatest thing was Pat McAfee on NXT. Let's go! No, no question about that. Everything else in 2020 blows goats. But but Liverpool and Pat McAfee, that was the daily double of 2020. I enjoyed both immensely. And I want Pat McAfee. I demand Pat McAfee be back on NXT. No, wait. I'll go one step further. Pat McAfee should be doing the opening segment on Raw. Oh, whoa. Never mind NXT. Whoa, whoa. Pat McAfee's the best promo in the business. Right. He should be doing the opening segment on Raw. And while you're off TV, Pat, I can't imagine. They had Adam Cole accept an award that you did everything to earn <laughs> on, on last night. NXT, I mean, Pat... I'm not saying somebody was a stooge and a sellout, but somebody was a stooge and a sellout. All right. Thank you so much, Mark. That means a lot. I appreciate you, man. And I am an Adam Cole fan, too. I, I've often said I hate it when mom and dad fight. Yeah, yeah. We, we think he's a scumbag, but you have yeah. said that. You've been very consistent. We appreciate your time this year, man. You've made our show better. Pat, you are phenomenal. I am jealous because you've surpassed my career in wrestling and in radio <laughs> inside of like, what, seven or eight weeks? Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Madden. Yeah. What happened to a nicer guy? Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Mark. Fresh off of a family vacation, ladies and gentlemen, a college football champion, a Super Bowl champion, and a man that we're thankful for how much he helped our show this year, ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hawk. AJ, how's it going? It's good. You guys are, are a bit blurry. Am I blurry to you? No, you look really good. Do you want to uh, hang up and call back? What? Everything froze. Oh, your connection today. Don't do it, Pat. I see what you're doing. <laughs>
Connection's garbage. You're going back and forth. I'm sure you think it's on my end, but it's all right. Maybe it'll clear up. I don't know. No, no. Let's call. Let's hang up and we'll call you back. All right. I just wanted to see what he was because he probably thought we couldn't hear him. You know. Yeah. Like whenever you do those FaceTimes and it drops out, but you can hear sometimes what the other mm-hmm. person's saying and not the others. That's why I thought we we're going to potentially get there with AJ, who was fresh off of a family vacation. <laughs> I'm excited to hear how that thing goes. Jeez Louise. Let's get to Zach in Dallas real quick because we are still trying to. Um, Break the record of the amount of calls we've had in one show. Zach and Dallas, what's going on? Texas, hey, listen, these Dallas Cowboys, they need to stop selling tickets to people to come watch the Cowboys practice because all you need is one person who's maybe, I don't know, a Philadelphia Eagles Scott to go in there and watch that thing to see what's going on. Or, you know, or the Giants oh. or, or, or maybe any, anybody could go in there. But anyways, thanks for calling us. How you doing down here in Dallas? Hey, fuck the boys, the uh, Cowboys. Not the boys there, though, the Cowboys. Okay, uh, nice. yeah, yeah, we appreciate that. We appreciate that. What was your favorite moment of 2020, yeah. boss man? Hey, man, uh, I, this right here is probably the coolest moment, living in the moment, talking to one of my favorite Colt players of all time, NFL players of all time, uh, Cheese and Peas Zito and Tone. Hope yeah. they're doing well. Tone. Uh, appreciate you and the boys this year. It's been a great year watching you, uh, my dad and I. Watch you guys religiously every day. Oh, well, we appreciate you and your dad. Thank you so much for watching, and uh, we appreciate all the T's and P's and a shout-out, brother. Well, and the other thing that I – I guess my other favorite moment, uh, according to Foxy, is that Pat gave out millions and And millions. Not bad delivery there by you. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, quick question, though. I know the analysts uh, and announcers suck, but I feel like the Colts' kick coverage – on kickoffs has been stellar this year. Obviously, not against the Steelers, but I can't. Rem- I feel like there's only been like six or seven kicks that have been returned past the 25 yard line, and I'd like to get maybe your feedback on that. Yeah, great question. Good talking to you, Zach. By the way, uh, the Colts are a team that kick the ball short. Don't try to kick touchbacks. So they do have great faith in their coverage teams, which I appreciate, and they do hover and hum down that field. You can tell people that are confident in their uh, special teams units by the decisions they make on the kickoff with the kicker. If the kicker's trying to drive that thing out, okay, we're going for touchbacks here. If they're obviously trying to hang it and make it short, it's like we feel good about the the dogs we got running down the field. Or potentially, if you're winning, there's no need to risk it, and you got a kicker that can just blast it out, just blast that thing out of there. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple different ways to read decisions being made, but the Colts do seem to have a couple dogs running down that field. Yeah. So what I was referring to there, for those that don't know, is there's a private club in the Dallas practice facility, and it's uh, like a, a – uh, Zeke, I believe, said for the last couple of weeks it's been empty for the first time in his career, but now that they're back in the playoffs, you start seeing eyes up in the private club that watch practice. Mm-hmm. What are they doing down? And I know this is something that, you know, maybe I overreact to, which, no, I wouldn't do that, mm-hmm. by the way. That's not something I would do. No. That's not really my style at huh. this point. But maybe I'm overreacting. When I heard that there was a uh, corporate basically a corporate building that surrounds their one practice field where people can buy their offices. I immediately thought back to whenever I was on the Colts, we had people that thought potential planes that were flying over were from the New England Patriots watching our goddamn practice facility, and they were scared to do some things whenever if we were not, uh, if we weren't inside with nobody else in, like that's how, you know, kind of like, I don't want to say crazy, but yeah, pretty 
pretty crazy some people view some things are. There's moments where people will look in, in practice and say, we can't do that now. Why? Because this person's here who's maybe an athletic trainer who is a uh, like a GA or a friend or something. Like, can't do that whenever they're here or whatever. Like That's how secret some of the shit that I was a part of was. So whenever I heard that you could potentially buy an office that could overlook a practice facility and you watch Dak do things, I was like, well, that seems much different. And then now we're learning that there's a club like a uh, mm-hmm. like up there on the uh, balcony there's like a club where people yeah. can buy and watch actual practices like that is wild to me that is absolutely insane and zeke was like you know for a little bit there was nobody in there where they doing winning games and then they started to. they're winning games yeah mm-hmm. whenever the people weren't in there yeah. like I, I don't know if that's your boy double j aj aj what's up i'm back hey it's great to see you hey. good to see you aj oh. A to the J. Hey, did you hear about this private club that they have that overlooks uh, the Dallas Cowboys practice? Zeke Elliott talked about it, how he said it's been empty for a little bit. Now that we have a chance to get back into playoffs, there's more eyes up there. In my, I just started putting two together real quick. It was empty, and they were winning. And then now they got somebody in. W- would you ever expect a NFL team – now, the Colts might have been much different than how everybody else views things. But if, if there was one person that was maybe not a part of the team that was in there, it was like, well, we're not running certain things. They got people just paying to watch all of practice. That's insane to me. I, I cannot imagine that Mike McCarthy is a fan of this. And, and is there any other team in the league that has something like that? I, I've never heard of it. I have no because you know, like surprise is a big deal. That's why uh, people studying film they study hours and hours and hours of film so that they're not surprised by anything and they're not tricked by anything. But if you're going to have a trick play, maybe for Week 17 for to get in the playoffs, the last thing you want is anybody to potentially know what the fuck is going to happen. And I, all they got to do is have one friend in another city, right? Yep, and that's yeah. all they got to. No. I mean, one guy it is insane to me and and that might be me overreacting okay maybe it is but if i'm the head coach of that team i'm mike mccarthy i'm like listen jerry you got me swinging i'm swinging sledgehammers at watermelons like they're pinatas with candy inside of it we're winning we got the boys running i'll need you and your nfc east fan club friends up Mm -hmm. there watching our goddamn practice i would assume mike puts an end to that at some point well, I guess how much money is Jerry bringing in through this club? Like, what kind of what Jerry. kind of cash is he making? Is it too good to turn down? Hey, now listen, Mike. I know that you're a Rust Belt guy and all that, and I was once that too. But now I'm a billionaire, and you know why? Motherfuckers are paying a hundred thousand dollars yeah, to be right. in there, okay? And if they're going to pay me that, I'm going to tell you this, Mike. They might know some of our plays. <laughs> yeah. That would be. It is wild down there. Um, AJ, how was the family vacation? Oh, it was great, man. We we uh. We're scheduled to come back today. We decided to come back yesterday afternoon, and it was it was the right move, I think. Anytime you uh, schedule to come back a day and a half early from vacation, normally people have to ask some questions. You guys have too much fun? Was that what it was? It was uh, too much must fun? Have been. Yeah. Well, you know, like I guess we – I think most places are great for about three days, and that's pretty much where we were. And we – you know, Pat, with COVID situation, you have to schedule anything you want to do. Oh, your kids want to swim in the pool. you got to schedule in advance your time. So – we had a full day lined up yesterday with nothing that we could get on the schedule. So we're like, all right, let's get out of here. And we drove home. Oh, man. Wow. That sounds terrible. That was great. The whole trip was it was a, a, a smashing success, as they would say. Sounds like it was a bad one. Who, yeah. who was <laughs> laughing back? That was comfy cackling it's, back it's, It sounds like it was a bad trip. Did you have a bad Let's talk about it. Is yeah, it that wrong? was awesome. We went to the Greenbrier, West Virginia, your place. Everybody's asking about you. 
No, not that place. Those, those are not our people down there at the Greenbrier. Oh, yeah. They they actually made me wear rented pants and a rented sport coat to get into the casino because I had shorts and a, a T-shirt on. Right there on the spot. I, I knew a guy that was there, and we're sitting there watching a kid swim, and he came back in, and he was so upset, and he's wearing this baggy sport coat. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, they, I, I tried to go into the casino, but after seven, you have to wear a jacket. And so I had to go get my jacket out of the room. Yeah, the Greenbrier is very, very nice. It's like you take a trip back to, like, I don't know, the 20s, maybe? Oh, oh sure. okay. Yeah, yeah, it's very beautiful, though. I mean, it was, what was the family going to do? What are you guys going to do, go to the casino, swim in the pool? What would you drive all the way to the Greenbrier to do that for? Why not? I mean, we wanted to go somewhere. It was it was a drivable place, and uh, yeah, there was pl- it was all like outdoor stuff. That's what you do there. They have an outdoor ice skating rink. Ooh. Kids like to skate. Oh, nice. I get out there a little bit, still trying to skate backwards. Haven't figured it out yet, but oh, it was fun. Me neither. What else? So they got ice skate. Is there anything else going on? Did we only see one particular side of the Greenbrier? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, we did a lot of different things, I guess. Everything's outside. You can go up hiking through the mountains. They have all these ATV. Like, you can get in the little side-by-sides and drive them through the woods. Wow. You can do everything. Why weren't we told any of this? I didn't know we could go ATV through the goddamn mountains. I didn't know that was possible. It's all there. They have a bunch of – I didn't get to – I wasn't able to do it, but they have, like, a bunch of different shooting situations where you're shooting skeet and doing everything. All we got was milk and cookies. Jeez. The governors. They were the governors milk Damn and good. cookies. They were – Governor Jim's favorite cookie. That's how they were actually being marketed. They were they were unbelievable cookies. Nick actually had one of uh, the governor's assistants, which there was a plethora of, uh, go and take his cookies and microwave them inside and bring him back a cup of milk. And by the way, they did oblige. They were very nice people. Wow. Wow. Nice touch. Yeah, Nick was Nick was a scumbag. In there. <laughs> of course, I was asked. You never turned down. Do you want us? Do you want us to warm up your cookies and bring you milk? And everybody's like, No, no, it's okay. And Nick was like. Actually, yeah, is that a... Right here. And they took his cookies. They go inside. They come back. There's like a napkin on the thing. It's Is 2% okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, put it down. Just chugged a beer right before that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was wild. Good time. I'm happy your family had a blast, AJ. We have missed you. Today, we are doing a lot of phone calls. We're trying to break the record. We're trying to... We have a friend of the show. Is this... Friend of the show on. Who is it? Where do you see this face? Who is it? Ariel Helwani. Oh, my God. Ariel. That's right. Ariel. That's right. What are you doing? Are you jabrons? <laughs> We're not the jabrons. What are you doing? Mansuri, Mansuri called me up, and he, I, I can't get this right. Where the hell am I? Uh, Mansuri called me up, and he's like. We need ratings. Uh, I mean, numbers are tanking. <laughs> call in the big nose. Call in the big guns. I am here to save. Now, I just want to know. I mean. AJ's the man over there, but who are you going to blindside me with this time? Because I got a whole army of kids playing soccer behind me that are going to take down your whole entire puny army over there. So who you got for me now, McAfee? Who do you have for me now? Okay, you did not get blindsided by Booker T, okay? You've been asking for that for years at this point. That was not a blind. And who won? And who won? Say it. 10-7. Helwani. (laughs) (laughs) Say it. Say it loud. Say it proud. I mean, there was... And I want to let you know that Foxy edited our uh, our year in uh, like our year in review video. It's eight minutes long with a bunch of moments. And I want to let you know, little leading journalism by Foxy, <laughs> the way he edits the Ariel Hawani, Daniel Cormier, Booker T thing. You you take quite an L in the part that he edited. Yeah, it. yeah I just want to let you know that. Well, you know, um, covering the sport that I, I do, I'm, I'm used to uh, 
questionable editing and, and, and people making hit pieces, but we'll leave that discussion for a different day. Uh, who's the guy who uh, puts together that YouTube little channel of yours? Because uh, I couldn't even get my name in the title. I mean, disrespecting my name. I, sh- I should be charging for these appearances at this point. For- Why can't I get in the middle of the square? That's what's killing me here. I keep going to the... Am I- should I be like this? No, wrong way. Okay, I think I got it. I got it now, Matt. Pat. Now you, 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 no, you move your head. Yeah, you, you, keep, you move your head and your hand at the same time. You got to keep, yay, there you figured out. And that's why you're not getting paid. You know, you just can't figure it out. But Ariel, are are those your children or just random children you're standing outside of? Yes, my children are playing soccer right now. I didn't know you had kids. Congrats. Thanks. Thanks. Can we talk about something very seriously right now? Can we we drop the, the gimmick for a second? Very serious. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about the, what is it, 54? What do we got? Is it Super Bowl 54? Is that what it is? Sounds like it. I want to talk about the Super Bowl 54 champions, New York's team. I want to talk about the Buffalo Bills and what they're going to do starting with week one of the playoffs because we're getting screwed this year because there's no two buys, but that's okay. They just opened up New York. We got Cuomo on our side, and oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lord have mercy on the Baltimore Ravens, on the Miami Dolphins, on the Indianapolis Colts, on the Tennessee Titans. Lord have mercy on these teams because we got Josh Allen. Call Josh Allen right now. Let me give him a pep talk. Call Stephon Diggs. Call Coach of the Year Sean McDermott. I am so hyped about the Buffalo Bills. You have no idea. It is finally our time. First time in 25 years that we win the AFC East. We are going to go back to Tampa because let me tell you something. You guys don't know this about Tampa. We lost the first Super Bowl in Tampa many moons ago. You guys weren't even watching football. You were playing with He-Man toys. It was in Tampa. Otis Anderson, Jeff Hostetler, Scott Norwood, Wide Right. We're going to go back to Tampa and exercise those demons 30 years later. Yeah! 30 years later. Can yeah. I get an amen? Can I get an amen for Buffalo Bills? Can I get amen. an amen for America's team? Hey, hell yeah! Just real quick, I had no idea you knew anything about the football. You sounded like very intelligent there whenever you went through that rant. I thought you were just a, uh, a stupid MMA uh, combat sports guy. I didn't know you knew anything about the biggest sport in the world. McAfee, listen to me. The world has no idea what's about to happen to them in 2021, courtesy of the nose. I am about to flex my muscles on this entire country and this entire world. You don't know what's going on in my brain. NBA sidelines last Christmas, a couple a week ago or so on ABC. You probably saw that. And then we're going to go to uh, the NFL. It's a nose world order takeover in 2021. I know more about the great sport of NFL, and, and, and I'm talking about American and Canadian football here because I could go toe-to-toe with you guys on Canadian football as well. But yeah, I know more about it. the NFL than you will ever know. What do you know about Jim Kelly? What do you know about Thurman Thomas? What do you know about Cornelius Bennett and Daryl Talley and Steve Tasker and Steve Steve Christie, what do you know about those legends who bled for the city of Buffalo? We're about to do this. I am so hyped for the Bills. You have no idea. I just feel like I need to talk to you guys about this. And by the way, can I just educate everyone? The K-Gun offense isn't for Jim Kelly. It's for, who was it for? Who was it named after, the K-Gun offense? Uh, It's for fucking kill myself. You keep talking. That's who it was named after. Keith (laughs) McKellar. Come on. All right, all right. I'm trying to make it to to 2021, Hiawani, if you could let us. Jeez Louise. Is your kids, sorry, sorry. Uh, are your kids near yourself, near you over there? I mean, this way. Oh, is this is turning into a mask thing now? Is this what? We're starting <laughs> to now? I follow the rules. I want this pandemic to end. I want to go back to Canada, the greatest country on earth, and visit my parents. So they asked me to put on a mask in the public park. No, nope. I will put on a mask. No, I'm not talking about that. Person. I'm talking okay. with you yelling sorry. into your phone. Okay, yeah. thanks for being okay, a fucking sorry. hero, Ariel. But uh, I'm we have hyped. we, I'm hyped. we have sorry. a Canadian here. We have a Canadian here as well, Gumpy. 
He's in the back corner back there. He's a big Dolphins fan this weekend. Tua, maybe Tua. We don't know about contact tracing. I don't know if you know this. Dolphins, Bills, big game this weekend. A lot on the line, pal. Dolphins. No, there's nothing on the line. Trust me. Sean McDermott <laughs> is going to play the starters. So I have a, a little story for you and, and your Dolphin fans and Brian Flores. It's been a nice little cute story. Fitz Magic. Yeah, good former Buffalo Bill. But he's going to play the starters because we want to lock up that number two. We want to lock up home field advantage all the way until the championship game. Because guess what? Kansas City's not going to be there. Kansas City's not going to make it there. <laughs> it's going to be Buffalo in the AFC championship. It's going to be great. It's going to be Shades of Kenneth Davis. What do you know about Frank Reich and the greatest comeback in NFL history? You know nothing about Frank Reich and the greatest right. comeback in NFL coach, history. Nineteen ninety-three against the Houston Oilers. Frank Reich was literally my coach for a while. So I mean, he yeah, actually, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Okay. AJ, do you know Ariel? AJ? Yeah, I, I know Ariel. Ariel, so yeah, big fan of all your work. I'm just curious when your kids see you jump on the phone, or maybe they they catch a YouTube clip of you. I'm not sure if they're old enough for that. What do they think when they see this guy that is not their, the guy that lives with them in their living room day in and day out? They say, Dad, we love you. You make us so proud. And one day we want to be better than you are on the mic, better than you on camera. We want to lay the smack down on jabrones like Booker T. Oh, there's a ball coming my way, guys. Wait a second. Wait be a second. an athlete, Ariel. Be an athlete. Passed it. You saw that? Did you guys see that? Clip that off. Put that on your little clip, Evan. Put that on your little clip. <laughs> clip that off right there. Yeah, that's right. I mean, what are the views now? It probably started at 6,000. We're probably up to 9,000 now because the nose has made it to this thing. I would have promoted it, but they don't pay me enough to promote it. All right. Now, you, yeah. We don't pay you anything, first of all. But the um, right. it has dropped off two to 3,000 since yeah. you've okay, come on. I figured. Yeah. yeah I, saw, I, I saw you on that uh, little NXT War Game show. It was not bad. It was not bad. You did the flip. Not bad. I, I give you credit for what you did over there, McAfee. What are you doing? I'm There's a helicopter right landing now. on our building. God, I think. They have a above it us. sounds like we have a helicopter landing on. I thought. It yeah. Was guess what? That means ratings right there. That means people <laughs> want to be a part of the show when I join. Oh, you think the helicopter's coming because you're yes, on the show? Yes, of course. I'm a celebrity. What do you think? All right, man. I'm hey. the biggest name at ESPN. <laughs> 2021. I'm gonna flex on all of them. AJ. Didn't love your question there. Felt like it was a little bit backhanded. <laughs> go this time, all right, buddy. You know what do you got there? Fake little bookshelf over there. What do you have? Your old playbooks over there from the Packer days. You got nothing, AJ. Next time I see you, you're, you'll be lucky if I don't bury you where you stand. Oh, oh, I love this area. Right, I love AJ. this area. Arrow, right. this is what you need to do. This is who we need to hear on the sidelines for basketball. This area. Yeah, because you yeah. suck on the sidelines of basketball. Seriously, to be honest. you brutal. suck. It is terrible. You hate it. Change the channel. Wow, really? Yeah, that they say so that's bad. why the ratings why have I been suck? so bad. Actually, they said the ratings have been so bad on NBA because Ariel Hilwani on the sideline mm -hmm. is just a little bit too docile, a little bit too scared of the the players and the same thing. That's why they say right. you're scared on the microphone over there. Crank it up, crank it up. So oh. like I interview Kyrie and I say, Kyrie, stop talking about the flat Earth. Let's kick it up a little bit. All yes. right, it's 2021. Let's let's mix it up a little but bit. But also right? know you're at his game. Okay, it's not mm -hmm. your I think there has to be a Listen, fine balance. When there. I enter the building, it's my game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you've, already, you've already experienced that, Mr. Analyst over there. Is this is this the begin should should we should we end the feud in twenty twenty one or do we keep it going? No, nah, yeah, it's gonna keep going. Fuck you, Ariel. That's Happy right. New Year. Yeah, right. Happy That's New right. Year. See you, Ariel. Bye bye. <laughs> So what happened? You texted him today, Errol, you want to come on? He's like, I'm at kids practice. I'm bored of shit, actually. And he just <laughs> up his phone. Let me tell you, AJ, I will bury you on sight. I love that man. I love that man, AJ. I love the I love this this Ariel that we're seeing. And maybe you're the one that brought it out to him. You and Sam Roberts, it seems like, but 
the fact when he said I'm the biggest name at ESPN like that, I'm like, all right, that's all I need. That was the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> well, what are you saying? You're saying he's not? You said that Ariel lied Whoa. to us or I'm just saying, do you ever hear anyone at ESPN come out and do say things like that? Well, he's probably talking about his A-R-I-E-L-H-E-L-W-A-N-I. It's 12 letters. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Stephen A. Smith, though, is a lot. That's mm-hmm. probably the biggest, right? Yeah. Hasselback yeah. has a lot of letters. Matthew Hasselback yeah. has a lot. Mm-hmm. In there. That's a lot. So he meant actually as in clout-wise. He's the biggest, which is interesting. I fucking love that guy. Randy Moss. Does anybody? Nobody watches the NBA, but did anybody Zoom watch? Did anybody watch him? That's a lot. Did anybody watch him on the sideline of that NBA? AJ, you probably did. Whenever you were, did you see him do sideline reporting for the NBA? AJ, the only thing I, I've seen him post about doing sideline NBA work. Has anybody seen it? I change the channel when he comes on. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Guy doesn't know shit. All right, let's. <laughs> Pretty good. Rolodex of Buffalo Bills information. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Showcase that he was an actual fan because I think he realized he had to go above and beyond to showcase that he wasn't just a bandwagon fan. Right. Now, granted, he might have, because I do think he's a pretty intelligent person, he might have studied all that information last night so that he could be a part of the conversation if the Bills do get going. Anyways, uh, I don't know if his name is Frankie or Thanky, like it's spelled, but from Baton Rouge, what's going on, pal? Hey, what's going on, Pat and the boys? It's Frankie, by the way. Yeah, I thought um, so. Nice. Thank you, not bad either. Thank brother. you. So, <laughs> everyone knows 2020 has kind of been dog shit, but you know, that's not what today's about. Uh, we're going to talk about the good things, right? So, being uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana native, we started off with LSU winning the national championship. Big, yeah, big nice. run there, by the awesome. way. We were down there. It was awesome. That song, Calling Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. was being, being sung. It was great night. Great night, Oh, down. yeah. Oh, yeah, all the fuck you, Trevors, man. That, that was electric. Drive uh-huh. through daiquiris with three extra shots, responsibly, of course. But oh, so he it was, was a great time. Frankie was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Lucky. Yeah. Hey. Um, so okay. I'm a San Diego native, Justin Herbert. Hmm. Nice. That's, that's a great thing to happen. Uh, if you're a wrestling fan, Pat McAfee, of course. Thank you, Frankie. But Phil Roman Reigns. Tyrod Taylor had to but get stabbed. Pretty messed the up. best thing, to me at least, about 2020 had to be Twitter. Man, if you were lucky enough to have a wild Twitter, Twitter was the funniest shit going on. I think that is a great call by Frankie. Yeah. Twitter does not get it. Twitter is always a cesspool, okay? Mm-hmm. But if you, you take a step back and realize that it is a cesspool, you can start finding some real comedy in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Twitter had quite a year this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much so that they just started blocking tweets. Twitter really started feeling itself this oh, year. Yeah. Twitter, Twitter really started feeling itself this mm-hmm. year, as it should have. AJ, you got into the Twitter a little bit in 2020. Yeah, every once in a while I will jump in there, but I definitely, uh, yeah, it's where I, I, I get a lot of my information is through Twitter. I think a lot of people do. Is that where you learned about that video that you forced me to watch for a couple seconds down there in Orlando? Uh, Chuck oh, Berry. that's right. <laughs> no, every, everybody already knew about Chuck Berry well before Twitter. I, whole situ- no, no I did not. I, I did not. They did here. Like true Rust Belt guys knew about it. Why don't you go and give a little kiss? <laughs> <laughs> It was disgusting. I almost <laughs> yeah. It was wild. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. The, I, more, the best part was how upset you were when I told you about it, and then they presented video evidence. I know Mansuri had seen it before I did. Yeah, it was bookmarked. Well. And you were so mad. That's I was. You're 100% right, because I, I don't need this in my life. No. Okay? I don't need this shit in my life. That's why I, I just don't do it. AJ, you haven't been around. Yeah. I might be the greatest Oculus boxer in the history. Oh, yeah. You need to get one of these Oculi. Can I box you if I get one? You don't want that. 
Why not? I boxed a guy that looked a lot like your face Mm -hmm. this morning. Edward Price is his name. Painting canvases, pal. Five knockdowns. Round four and five. Fucking one easy. (laughs) Bang! Do you have to play against somebody, like, or is there computer people you can play? Yeah, you're playing against computer people. You can't. I don't think you can actually box actual humans yet. I, I feel like that one's going to be tough for them to figure out. Probably a little bit of a while, because when you play ping pong against people, the ball would disappear for like, uh, like half a second or whatever, uh, and then it comes back. Probably couldn't do that in boxing because if no. you just disappear for Eating a couple, right, yeah, dead. Yeah, it'd probably be tough. But they'll get there. They'll get there. AJ Hawk is joining us right off the jump here. We appreciate you joining us, AJ. You're the greatest. Uh, you really are. Thanks for everything you've done for us this year, AJ. Thank you, AJ. Thank you. From your, your pep talks that you've given not only myself and the boys, but the entire world for your incredibly insightful football takes and your wildly accurate predictions. Yeah. We can't thank you enough for everything you've done for us this year in 2020, AJ. So we just want to say thank you, Leon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, AJ. Thank, Thank you, you. I missed you guys. I missed you guys while I was gone. Yeah, it sounded like you had a terrible trip. Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> Good trip. It's a lot, The trip looked a lot different than if you had gone to the Greenbrier, but yeah, it was fun. Huh. Sounds like a shot there, but yeah, yeah, you was, did miss me whenever shot. you were there, so I don't know what that means. Blackjack table does hand out winners, though. Really? Uh-huh. They do pay out. They do pay out. Wow. Like, you got dressed like an absolute stooge, and uh, everybody dresses the exact same in there. And even if you have $10,000 in your pocket to get into a, staring at a casino, they are going to make you get changed or whatever, which is very interesting. But they do pay out down there. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the golf course is beautiful. That mm-hmm. golf course is very beautiful. Nick and I kind of, the back nine of that thing, I think we shot maybe one over, two over on the back nine, I think. Really? Front nine. <laughs> 20 to 30 over. Ooh. <laughs> it was a rough start to that morning. Uh, a little well, bit yeah, hungry. You had to stop and uh, take a pee in that one house. So Yeah, well, it also peed in the house, grabbed some beers off the back porch. Nice. Jumped into what killed us the night before, back nine. I might have played the best golf I've ever played in that uh, back nine. Let's go. Dialed in. Just par, 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 bird, par, double. Then we kind of closed it mm-hmm. out. Back on. It. Yeah, but John Daly and I are still undefeated as a partner. Mm. True. As partners in golf. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever calls us for this Turner shit whenever me, you know, and everybody wants Interesting. To, I don't know why they don't. What was that? You were trying to figure out what the Turner shit was? Yeah, you mean like the the two-on-two matches that have been played? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like Peyton and Tiger versus me and Daly? Come on, dude. One People time. are going to watch that. Yes. People are going to watch that. I mean, do you? Th- I, I think, yes, people would love to watch it, but do you think Peyton and Tiger are the two guys that they could get to take you, you on? Like, is that a good matchup? Uh, well, you know... I, Depends on what year, time of the year it is for me. You know, John is a great golfer all the time. And whenever you watch like a pro golfer, by the way, and then yourself, it is just like, it's a very different ball game. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like. But for me, it depends on where I'm at, you know, playing golf. Because if I'm playing good, I feel like we can go. We can go. I don't know. I don't know. We probably have to work our way up to Tiger and uh, Peyton. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there for a little bit, we were trying to offer it. Anybody could get it. And uh, to be honest, nobody. And also, we, we thought a stipulation would be good is you have to drink as many beers yeah. as we drink. Mm-hmm. And you have to smoke as many cigarettes and uh uh, cones that we yes. smoke. Oh, exactly. There you go. So you have to, if you want to golf, we have to golf the exact. You have to drink as much as us. Uh-huh. You have to smoke as many cigarettes and cones as we smoke, mm-hmm. and then you can potentially think about what the score is. And you got to take the ten thousand grams of uh, vi- uh, edibles, obviously. Oh, by the way, <laughs> don't forget about those. Yeah. You know that that was at the uh, bachelor party. Yeah. 
That was maybe my best golf I've ever played. Exactly. In my life. Dialed in. You say you got to work your way up, but you could also just take, you know, an XL Rice Krispie, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're, you're shooting par. AJ was cool. It felt like I was in the Oculus, you know, with that thing. It felt like I was literally just throwing the ball with my club, which never really gets a chance to happen. And I was just picking apart this course in Michigan, AJ. It was awesome. So how, how do you not get to that level every single time you play now? Well, I just found out. It's the last time I played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last time I played. So, so don't you worry. I mean, I'm going to be in the car a little bit longer than most people before mm. the thing, and that's because I'm just eating every every little edible I can find mm -hmm. in there. That's everything, the scraps. And then I'm going to show up. People are going to wonder if I can even see the course. And don't you worry. I'm seeing it much better than you are. Yep. <laughs> Laser in. By the way, I've learned that I um, that's not normal for a lot of people my ability to no. continue to perform oh, yeah. certain things at different levels of the uh, stratosphere. Yeah, definitely not. It's a gift. Yeah, it is. It's remarkable. After Thank that you, course on Michigan, I wouldn't be able to walk. I wouldn't have been able to walk for a whole week. And then you're out there just throwing darts the whole time. I think I went two under. <laughs> two under, like in a real golf course, playing the real rules. And I'll tell you what, golf is a lot more fun that way. Like, <laughs> like I was having a blast. Yeah. When I, when My thing was like, you were able to putt. I get like being able to swing and just being an athlete, but you were actually making putts. I appreciate that. I tried you? to match you, and I uh, just stopped playing by about the seventh hole. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Fuck this. We're just going to start drinking booze and get more fucked up. How about the night before, too? Me and Ty took a dive into the same, mm -hmm. and there was beer pong happening, and Ty was sitting in the corner. <laughs> Ty was holding down the house or whatever, and he was uh, right in front of like where the beer pong was or whatever. And I was sitting down too. I was sitting over here and me because it was one of the most powerful things I've ever allowed into my body when it comes mm -hmm. to a marijuana standpoint. And uh, you know, I told Ty, I was like, I think I'm gonna play. And Ty asked me how. That's what he said. <laughs> That's all he asked was. And I stood up. By the way, I think we started going a little bit. We lost, and oh. yeah, it was hard to play that particular sport. But golf I was in a good spot. <laughs> yeah, Ty on that seven hole did forget to you know mention that he snapped his club in half before retiring. <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> My wedge awesome. turns out you need that on most holes too, so that yeah. you know. AJ, you're a good golfer. No, I, I'm a highly inconsistent golfer. I can hit some good shots, but I'm not good. Ever been good? Like, was there ever a part, a part of your life where you were pretty good? No, I never. I've never really like consistently played to to get better like that. And I don't care that much. I like it, but I don't care. Like I'm not super passionate. I'm not going to the range, banging balls. I enjoy it. I have fun when I'm there, but it's not like something that's always on my mind. When you go out to Tahoe with all those guys who take it super serious, which by the way, I didn't know people took it super serious that weren't PGA golfers until we went down to that Bahamas thing, mm -hmm. and there were people super serious, like <laughs> on the putting green and on the driving range and talking about shots and way to do things. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Is this the PGA? And then you watch some of them, it's like, oh, wow. oh yeah, they, oh, they probably could be in the PGA, I guess. In Tahoe, I assume it's like that, but heightened even more because it's like the big one. Absolutely. And everybody like there's prize money. The winner gets 125K. So like people are trying to win and those guys play a lot there. You start to realize that my brother and I did the same thing. We're like, man, these guys are like grinding on the range. They're on the putting green. Like, what are we? We're sitting there and I'm, I'm eating an omelet for an hour and drinking coffee in, in the tent before I go to my first tee. And that's my first swing of the day. I'm like, man, I'd, why would we do that? And he's like, because they want to win the tournament and you have no chance to win. That's why you're sitting in here. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the reason why you have no chance at winning that thing is because you are sitting in there planning on how you're gonna, your golf round is going to go. Oh, what am I going to do? I'll probably take a breakfast ball. Okay, yeah. just I'll be hitting three off the tee by there. Don't <laughs> worry about that. And those guys, they do that every day. Who was it? D-Will. D-Will yeah. said he plays 
36 holes a day basically at his club. Like he'll go yeah. out in the morning, play a round, then he'll do something, and then he plays another round. And he was unbelievable at golf, mm-hmm. by the way. But that's what they do every day. Like that is like their their daily thing. And I'm like, I hope I can get to that one day. I do. Like I legitimately hope I can get to that point. Well, and AJ's true problem is that you have your edibles, they take you to the next level. AJ lays guys out, then he gets a birdie. There's oh, yeah. not enough guys for him to lay out in a golf tournament for him to actually make that turn, that next step. I forgot the reason why you're invited to a golf tournament is because you spear random drunks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about that. Yeah, hey man, the more you can do. <laughs> I can't get it done on the, with, the, with the club in my hand, so I have to figure something out. I like, I like the tournament so much, I want to go back. Hey, you absolutely slaughter some of those dudes. Any of those hits better than other ones, or do you think they're all about the same? The first one that kind of started off was it didn't look as good as maybe the second or third year, but it, it felt pretty good. But, uh, I mean, they're all – yeah, they all they all felt pretty solid. So when we talked to Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he was talking about why he did the way he drank his beers, which is still legendary. How you doing? Keep it moving. He said, uh, you know, a lot of people tell me I don't drink a lot of beers. Oh, fuck you. You know, I'm trying to entertain twenty thousand people. Right? That's what <laughs> yeah. he's trying. I'm not. I'm not just trying to do whatever. For you now. Since you said the first tackle might not have looked as good, did you watch the clip back and say, okay, I have to make a more spectacular-like tackle going forward? Have you changed your tackling mentality or form for the people? Have you conformed for the entertainment value of the tackle of the random drunk at Tahoe's golf tournament amongst the stars fighting for a $125,000 prize? I have 100% conformed to the Smart. masses and tried mm-hmm. to to one up it. I knew that after the first year tackle, I was like, man, if this becomes, I was telling my brother, I'm like, if this becomes a thing, like I, I'm gonna have to what, hit this dude with a baseball bat in the head. Like we can't <laughs> one up it every single year. So now we don't. Just yeah, fucking now it's, kill the guy. <laughs> probably could. The guy that I tackle out there, you probably could hit him in the head with a bat, and he would just laugh at me. Like he is a savage. Well, you sent the guy into a pond one year too, right? That was a different tournament. That was back in Ohio. Yeah. Uh, we won't talk about that. Well, no, that was fun. Lawsuits pending. Almost drowned. No. drowned. Hey, you want to answer some phone calls, AJ? Yeah, of course. But going back to that thing, people thought I hit a random dude into a pond. Absolutely not. It was part of a charity event, a charity package for me to knock him into the pond. Oh, so this is something you've had to explain. I assume that this maybe got taken out of context a couple times. Absolutely. People thought I just hit some random guy into a pond. <laughs> AJ, that's hey, that's awesome. AJ Hawk. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, that's AJ Hawk. You see him out there at Tahoe, just spears random guys. Doing what he does. That's what, that's what AJ Hawk does. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, I saw you training with the uh, military or something. Mm, yep. A YouTube video. It's been showing up on my Twitter. What is that? What happened there? USAA. They, they brought me in to do this thing, and I, I didn't know what to expect. Went down, drove about an hour and a half away and went through like a 10-hour. Have you ever heard of Go Ruck? It's called these people that go out and they do like these 24-hour like they just they they put like eighty pounds in a backpack and they travel through and they, they do all kinds of crazy stuff and I I took part in like a light they call it a light ruck or whatever it was six eight hours I thought I was going there to film like a commercial thing and no I went through this whole deal my dad came in and watched and I remember we were like halfway through and I was just I was full muddy because you have to roll in mud and jump into ponds and rivers and all that and carry all this heavy stuff my dad's like. Are you uh? Are you all right? Did you know this is what was gonna happen? I'm like, I had no idea, man. Like, I'm, and I said, I'm glad I didn't because I probably would not have come. Yeah, no way. It's gonna be this hard. So it you, was really difficult. It was awesome, but it was really like I was tested physically and mentally. <laughs> the thought of him showing up, you know, for a shoot, 
Okay. <laughs> Where's the script? What do we need to say? What are we doing? We're doing a couple different shots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's a backpack. Got 80 pounds in it. This is what we're going to do. You're going to go through this whole thing. I, did you survive it? Oh, yeah. I survived it. And I, it, it, it worked. Like, it was like we all bonded together. The whole group, those, the people that took part in it, they, they had done other ones in the past. So I had to kind of get in there and just pull my own weight and make sure I was doing, you know, I was accountable to the other people. So it definitely, I understand why they do it. But man, I was not prepared. I drove home that day after I, I got done. Luckily, the guy let me take a shower in his house and everything. And I, I put clothes on. I'm driving home. I was like, this, it, it'd probably be a lot safer for me to drive after I drank 19 beers than how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> like, I felt like I was like, this is not safe. I'm falling asleep every four minutes. I don't know where I'm at. I'm dizzy. Like, it was a, it was a beast. I could do that. They made it set up like uh, like you thought yeah. you could do. Yeah, I mean, it's called the AJ's like, yeah, I can do that. But for all By the way, look how handsome you look in that fucking photo. You, you're <laughs> You had to feel pretty good about the photos that got out of that thing, though. I, I mean, honestly, it gives me a little bit of PTSD. Thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to answer some phone calls? Absolutely. All right, this is Lazaro in D.C., AJ. You're going to say hello, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Hey, Lazaro, what's on your mind, bud? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> what's going on, the Hawks, Pat, the boy? Shout out to y'all, man. What's, up? What's on your mind, bud? What do you want to oh talk about? God. Stop. I can't do it. Oh, this... You're the fucking best, bro. <laughs> hey, you think Gumpy? you think the Tex you think the Texas and the Cowboys just said fuck it, combine the team, make a million seat arena in the middle of Texas and see if they can win a fucking Super Bowl? Yeah, smart not a bad play there. Sweet. Yeah. Deshaun Watson and Dak, if they get him back, yeah, starting at quarterback, mm -hmm. it would do the Dolphins thing where you got two quarterbacks. Yeah. It's a good idea. Closer. I'll answer this next one, AJ. Okay. Let's go to Evan in Buffalo. Evan, how are you doing today? See you later, Evan. <laughs> Still counts. Yep. Let's go to Evan in Buffalo. How are you doing? <laughs> Hello, Pat. You know, I think he moved things. Oh, he switched. Oh. I think every, every once in a while, this uh, this phone answering thing, we'll do a little fan. Mm -hmm. Evan, you are on, Evan. Yeah, sorry about that. What do you want? We hung up on Steven, apparently. Oh, um, sorry, Steven. Steven. Steven wasn't Still in Buffalo. Counts. Yeah, it does count because we did answer Steven. You're mm -hmm. right. Yeah, Put that in there. We got to go on a little bit of a run here, Evan. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, tease and piece to uh, Steve there, but uh, <laughs> how electric would it be for a Packers Bills Super Bowl? Would that just be the greatest thing ever? Yeah, absolutely. It would be the greatest thing ever. Sick. Let's go to Kevin in Green Bay. I wonder if he has the same thoughts. What do you want to talk about, Kevin? Hey, Pat and the boys. How's it going today? Hey, not too shabby. You over there in uh, Touchdown Town over there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Title Town, baby. Oh, Title Town. That's what it was, by the way. They got a big slide there with the uh, tubes you can get Ooh. on, don't you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Aaron Snow Hill, along with the ice rink. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's a long walk, I realize. Oh. Not a lot of Ubers, but it is... It is a good time Chilly. out there. And they didn't go a couple um, a couple uh, reservations over. There's a good casino down there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Really good casino. Oh, yeah. Giving casino. Oh, yeah. Giving they casino. Nice. Yeah, good. Great. Hop, hop, skipping a jump. Yeah. What's the mm. name of that tribe that has that um, that casino? That's uh, Oneida. Oneida. Oh, Shout nice. out to the Oneidas. It's in that Radisson, right, by the airport? Yeah, it's in yeah. the, yeah, it is. It is bingo. Great casino, good by times the times over there. Yeah, it's a great casino, oh. by the way. Uh, what do you want to talk about, Kevin? We got we to go, Kev. Yep. Um, so yep. obviously, T's and P's to uh, Fitz Magic um, tragedy tragedy over there. Um, but I, I did want to talk about um, 
uh, the Super Bowl. You know, what's this thing going to feel like? We've got multiple stadiums allowing people in now um, and starting to kind of get a few more here and there. But what's this thing going to feel like once uh, once we get to it? It's obviously good football to watch on TV, but, you know, there's people that are coming from near and far, whoever gets into the game. Um, there's, uh, there's people that travel with that team. So I'm just curious on what you guys think it's going to look like. I think they're saying they're putting uh, first responders in there. I would assume people that got the vaccine, frontline uh, workers. Yeah. I, oh, think that awesome. is, I think that's what Roger Goodell came out and said. So I, I assume there will be a little bit more of an atmosphere down there. They said 17,000, right? Last I saw it was like 16,500 or 17,000. That's what the plan is. And it's in Florida. Florida, I think, is a little bit more open than other places. Been. God darn it. Pizza sauce? Well, then I mechanical pencil right on my thumb. Oh, man. <laughs> Look at that pizza sauce and right, goddamn yeah. mechanical pizza. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's what happens when you wear your stonewashed jeans, AJ. Yeah. Let's get to a break, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that show stinks, dude. If we didn't have today, by the way, if we didn't have a show today, mm-hmm. these jeans still pristine. Ah. Yeah. Instead, we got pizza sauce from very good pizza. Very good Delicious. pizza. Delicious. Mechanical pencil right there. And I'm sure in the last 41 minutes, a lot more is going to happen. <laughs> A lot more shit falling in my fucking lap right now, AJ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. The Bills are going to have, what, 6,200 people there, and they're getting tested, too? Like, you have to show a, a negative test to get in? Yeah, so there's been some protocols that some places have put into place uh, uh, for people to get into facilities. Like, for instance, WWE, everybody that gets into their they, – they allowed a certain amount of people in uh, for NXT. They're all in a protocol, like yeah. test – hotel the whole thing like you got to go through full steps to get in there i thought that's how it was going to be with the nfl but then it felt like more and more government made more decisions for the nfl as opposed to that the thing about the buffalo bills fans is i feel like there's a chance they're not going to see a lot of their guys playing you know what i mean i feel like there's a chance that some of their so i'll be excited to see how you know the guys who like this playoffs i'm talking playoff i don't know if playoff game they're not getting fans until the uh, their first playoff. Oh, wild card! I thought it was this weekend. Yeah, they're not going to do it for the Dolphins game, just for the playoffs. Oh, that's smart then. Hmm, nice. Get rest up, boys. Get ready for the playoffs. Don't want to see anybody get hurt out there. Oh, at this point, wow, at this point, you guys even have a quarterback. I was gonna say Jake Rudock. Yes. Contact tracing could potentially affect that team a little bit yeah. if Ryan Fitzmagic had a positive in the last twenty four hours. Yeah. Contact tracing potential, you know. Flying Dewey. Get Dewey on the chopper. Dwayne Haskins. Mm. Dwayne Haskins wins a playoff spot for the Miami Dolphins. Oh. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think ballerina glaze and COVID are going to clear protocol. Excuse me. I would like to let you know that. You can't say that. I, me calling it an adult baller, uh, ballet. Yeah. Has offended the ballerina community. Mm-hmm. Offended? Yeah. I got attacked. Oh. Yeah. Really? Uh, that. They, they, what uh, location was that from? A Canadian ballet, ballerina. Let me know that whenever I call gentlemen clubs adult ballets, I am disrespecting a lot of hard work by people who try to do it. Hey, thing. Pat, watch with all this talk about ballets, buddy. Well, so the thing about that is, what about the respect that should be given out to the adult ballerinas? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Why, why are you so, why are you so, listen, I got a lot of respect for the amount of dedication it takes to be a ballerina, okay? They had, they had an Indianapolis ballet thing that I did a promo shoot with. Some of the best athletes I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I mean, unbelievable. 
But the adult ballerinas, they put in a lot of work as well. Yeah. What does she want you to call it? A scummy, seedy titty bar? I mean, Jesus Christ, you know? <laughs> Give them a break. They're just trying to earn a little coin. Come on. <laughs> there is some breaking news, I believe, coming into Hour 2 here involving an NFL team that has a game this weekend mm -hmm. that does matter. Connor, you just read the tweet. I believe you know what's going on. Ryan Fitzmagic, and correct me if I'm wrong here, yep. is uh, out of practice today for the Miami Dolphins mm -hmm. for undisclosed reasons. Yep. And they signed another quarterback to the team. Uh, I believe so. Yesterday they had a guy in from the practice squad, Gumpy. Jake Roddick. He's been the third stringer all Ooh. year. Yeah. And what did, did anything happen with him? If he's been a third season or a third stringer all year, why did he get mentioned? They just brought him up from the practice yeah. squad. Oh, shit. See, I, thought, oh. I thought they were going to say Tua was injured and roll with Fitzy the rest of the way. Because, by the way, that would make it a lot easier for them to make the decision to put in the guy that came back in the final minutes of uh, your game last week against the Raiders and win that thing mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. It would make it a lot easier if you just said, you know, Tua was hurt or something mm -hmm. like that to for the crowd, you know what I mean, to handle the situation for the sake of Tua, by the way. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm not – I'm not saying that you should make up an injury for somebody, but we thought that was potentially what was going to happen for whatever reasons. Instead, two was the guy this weekend yep. after what Fitzmagic did to put them in a position. If you're two, you're framing this in your head as they put it. He put us in a position to go ahead and win and get, and get into the playoffs. Fitz is out for undisclosed reasons. Hopes everything's okay with Fitzmagic, by the way. Hey, Bob, keys and peace. And then, is this guy a closer? Do we know how this guy is in the fourth quarter, a two-minute drill? How, do we know how this uh, Ryan Fittich, you said his name Yo, was? Oh, Jake Rudock. Jake Iowa Rudock. legend. Yeah. Ooh. You can sling it around. What's his name? Jake Rudock. What did I say? Ryan Fittich? Fittich. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fittich. Yeah. Might as well be. Oh, here's the Christopher people about to come <laughs> after me from down there in fucking Iowa and Miami. What's his name? Jake Rudock. I feel like I know the Iowa quarterbacks. There's been a couple Iowa quarterbacks that have played now that I have no idea who, that they were Iowa quarterbacks. Yeah, he kind of stunk at Iowa and then did a uh, fifth uh, grad year at Michigan. Okay. Oh, that's right. Harbaugh, Harbaugh got, brought him in and yeah. okay. wasn't great there. Either. Is he a closer, though? Maybe he's not good for the first three quarters of mm -hmm. quarters because that's all you need because that's what Fitzmagic does you yeah, know, for true. the Tua situation. Anyways, we've got a guest, I believe. Mansur is calling people up over there. Uh, uh, who is it? Sam Roberts. Sam oh. fucking Roberts. Oh. Sam, you know, hey, one year ago, Sam, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, from the Jim Norton and Sam show, or Sam and Jim Norton show, Sam Roberts. Yeah. Sam, literally, as soon as I introduced you there, my entire headset just died there battery-wise, <laughs> so it might be tough for me to hear you, but it's great it's to see. What's that? It's an omen. It's, I mean, it is better not to hear you, but I can hear you through this speaker here because this happens so often. One year ago, Sam, you, me, Mansuri, Evan Fox, Kathy Kelly were putting together the NXT year-end awards. Now, here we are one year later, and I've won one of them. So, I mean, what a year for yeah. me. How are you doing, Sam? Yeah, I mean, that's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is a year ago, you were hosting the NXT show, and this year, you've actually been written off television. And from what I read, not your call. I mean, that's a little bit of a damper. Yeah. That's huh. a little bit of a damper. I mean, a little bit of a way to, but I did win a, it's a prestigious award and I won. So it is. It is. How are it you, is. Sam? What are you up to, buddy? Congratulations on the award, man. Thank you. What have you been up to, man? I, well, I just got a pump on to close out, you know, 2020. Yeah, but what have you been up to? You're doing WWE Network. You have a show every single week. Congrats on that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Sam's got a show on WWE Network. Woo. Yeah. 
Yep. So we're doing, of course, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts every morning over on Sirius XM 103 before your amazing show here. And then, uh, yeah, every uh, Thursday, dropping at 10 a.m. Eastern, but it's available on demand for everybody to get to it on the free version of the WWE Network. You can get Not Sam Wrestling, where I'm just flapping my gums about wrestling for an hour a week. And the loneliest late night show on the internet, Mm -hmm. Sam Roberts Live every Friday night. Go ahead and pop in there for a little surprise of... uh, Hilarity, I'd say. But but Sam, the WWE Network, as a friend of yours, kind of, I mean, you know what I mean, as a guy who we've worked together, you getting, <laughs> you getting that show on WWE Network as a lifelong fan of the WWE, like, can, that's legit one. It was really cool to see that whole thing come together, man. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's a crazy, it's one of those dream come true things that you wouldn't even put as a goal because you wouldn't even think that it was a possibility that I'd be sitting there. They go, okay, how about you sit in your basement and produce your own television show about whatever you think about wrestling and you just give it to us and we'll put it on the WWE network. Man. And, like, and you, and you, you pay me for that. That's a job that a person does. That's hilarious. Like, yeah. And that's the job. That's the gig. It's, it's incredible. So what do you do? You go to your basement and you just record it at the Sam Roberts studios. Not Sam Studio, yeah. yeah not it. it happens to be in the basement, but it is the Not Sam. No, yeah, yeah. It's, you, you're in a basement. Yeah, that's where you are. What's well, in? It's in. I'm in a studio, and that the studio is on a lower level of a of a domicile. Hey, this dude. <laughs> <laughs> this dude. He had like uh, I forget who it was. Maybe Jeff Jarrett. It was a. Uh, he. I heard this story, and I started dying laughing. He asked. Jeff Jarrett, legendary wrestler, by the way. You know, everybody knows mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett, uh, Double J. Uh, he um, he asked him to come on his show, and he, and he told him, like, yeah, just come to the, the studio, not Sam Studios, and then we'll record it or whatever. Jeff Jarrett pulls into a neighborhood, <laughs> shows up at his house, <laughs> yeah. walks through his living room, sees his wife, how's it going, sees his kid, walks into the basement. It's like, oh, this is a nice studio down here. I love the kayfabe that you have about your basement being a studio. It's like an extra bedroom, basically, but you're crushing it. Sam, <laughs> go ahead. I don't want these. I don't want these superstars to think that I'm trying to trick them into just hanging out at my house. Smart. Like Jeff Jarrett, literally, he called me on my cell phone from my driveway, going, uh, "Hey, I went to this address, and I'm, this is a house." And I'm like, "Oh no, 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 studio's in the house. Come on in, <laughs> come on in." That's fucking awesome, Sam. What is your mindset going in 2021 for the people? You know, if they want to have a life like Sam Roberts. Mm-hmm. If you want to look in the mirror and see Sam Roberts in the year 2021, what's a mindset going into the new year, Sam, that everybody should have? Look, Pat, you have, I mean, like you, 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 you prosper wherever you can prosper. You have to understand the things that you're in control of and the things that you're not in control of. You can't try to fight the tide. You have to understand the wave as it's coming and just try to ride that wave. How can you be successful in the circumstance that you're in. You can't change your circumstance all the time, but you can change the way you handle your own circumstance. That's what I try to do. I think that's what you try to do. And 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 that's a way to, to try to be successful no matter how tough things get around you. Sam Vaynerchuk. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Hey. Sammy V. Sammy V. Yeah. Bro. Hey Sam, we appreciate you, man. And I want to say too, my favorite 2020 as a wrestling fan, um, seeing 
some football player come to the war games and kick out of the Panama Sunrise was about as good as it gets. For a just, hey, just great. the internet wrestling community was not happy about me kicking out of that. <laughs> they were not happy. I saw a lot of reaction on the internet, you know, as I was flying home from down there. Oh, yeah. And I was, by the way, on the plane laying down because I couldn't sit with the way my body was, you know. So I'm laying in the aisle, you know, just kind of going through the entire thing. Uh, the biggest reaction, you know, just did a swanton off the top you know there's a picture perfect moonsault maybe you know what i mean like, like all these things there's a lot going on and i ate my first chair by the way there's yeah. a lot of things that happened and cage multiple times i mean there was a lot of firsts in there and uh the most of the reaction was that's bullshit he kicked out of the fucking fam <laughs> on sunrise that's bullshit he did that I, I had a wrestling expert on the podcast this week and we were talking about how you know you had a, a, a breakout year because i mean look if I'm, if I'm, you know, all jokes aside, I knew that it was going to be successful when they Thank finally you. unleashed you. Thank but I think a lot of people who don't know you didn't know it was going to be successful. They were ready for it to fail. And even the people that were like, yeah, Pat had a good year. I wish he hadn't kicked out of the Panama Sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam, happy new year. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Sam Roberts. Yeah. 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 Oh, so funny. For those that don't know, that's the one where... Uh, that scumbag. I was going to do it to him, by the way. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then he obviously calculated and countered. And mm -hmm. it's uh, the one where he jumps off the middle rope and then he uh, he grabs me with his legs, basically, and then flips me backwards. And I I land on my head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a backflip pile driver, basically. Yep. And uh, it is it is quite it's the one that killed me in my first match, by the way. Yeah. And if you thought I was gonna lose to that thing twice, are you out of your mind? Not uh -uh. a chance. Not a chance. That's why the internet wrestling community is so goddamn dumb. Well, what do you expect? I think I'm gonna lose to that for two times in a row. Yeah, right. Do you not understand? I watch film. People think I just come in here and just shoot from the No, no, no. Uh -huh. I'm in the lab. Okay, I'm I'm learning. I watch film on that thing. Watch I I realize that when that thing hits two. Okay, it's time to wake up. Yeah. All right. It's like uh, when you get hypnotized into something, whenever something goes off, something happens. Mm -hmm. For me, when I hear two, I train my brain to be like, I'll body spaz. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> More people should think about doing that in wrestling. Yes, seriously. Get hypnotized in that thing. Mm -hmm. Never lose, by the way. Might help yeah. you. If your body is forced into having a spasm, mm -hmm. anytime it hears a, a mat and a mm -hmm. two call, you'll never <laughs> lose. I might never lose. By the way, now granted, I lost war game. Somebody else got, but submitted. Since, you get submitted yeah, technically. Well, I ain't gonna get submitted. Come on, no way. What are you talking about, dude? No way. Well, oh, I might just, get knocked out too. Oculus last night. I was down for six. <laughs> completely black. The whole screen. I was like, wake up, dude. I was like, what do I got to do? Dance around here? How do you get back up in that? Is there any like yeah, rhyme or reason? I to think it? you have to. And by the way, this is me trying to outsmart the Oculus thing. Mm -hmm. you know? I do think you have to stand up and like do like uh, move around. Yeah, I don't know if it helps at all. I've only been knocked down twice. Yeah. Okay. How would right. you know? I, I don't know much about it. I'm not mm -hmm. experienced in a knockdown game. Mm -hmm. Maybe when Foxy gets his game, fucking ask him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what All I mean? Right. You know what I'm talking about, Foxy? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, well, you're just eating Edward Price's right hand. <laughs> pow! <laughs> pow! Don! Let's go to Michael in Chicago. What's going on? Pat and the boys. How y'all doing? Just hanging out. How are you, Michael? What do you want to talk about? Man, I'm good. Uh, I just got a, I got a couple things, but I'm going to be quick. My favorite moments of 2020. That freestyle on that tornado song, Ooh. man, you went ape shit. I don't know what you was. Hey, man. Thank you. Crazy. Thank you. I appreciate that, Michael. That means a lot. Have a great new year. 
I mean, we watch that back, and I don't love running that video back, okay? Just because, you know, I'm not trying to be some rappy rap guy. Mm -hmm. no, no. I'm not good enough to be a rappy rap guy. But freestyle, I'm pretty good. And I always have been, by the way. And normally it used to come out pretty late night whenever things would happen. Oh, yeah. I'm not scared in the locker room to go ahead and jump into a cypher. I, I, I've mm -hmm. never been scared. And mine are always the dumbest of the group, you know what I mean? But I can I normally get going a little bit. That tornado beat, whenever I heard tornado, and I had just potentially experienced one a month before that, yeah. I thought the brain had a chance to go. Because whenever you're walking into a freestyle, by the way, you know, they say faith is... Taking the first step on a, a staircase without being able to see the end of it. Ooh. So whenever you decide to go into a freestyle, you're doing that, by the way. You're like, you know what? Think the brain will be able to think of enough shit in this particular category. Let's go ahead and do it. And by the way, that's a show for like three hours normally. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of little just think. So whenever you do that in a tornado, I'm happy with how it came out. I switched the flow a couple times, too. I don't think a lot of people caught on to that. Everybody just, uh, you know, said, oh, pretty good, pretty good. Talking about a tornado out of nowhere. Yeah. Flow got switched a couple times, too. How about that? A couple misses in there. When I said I went outside, I said wife instead of bride. Hindsight. You don't see freestyles anymore. No, you don't. Everybody's loaded with uh, incredible rhymes. The fucking Eminem's Nat, by the way. Ooh. Might be 4,000 bars in that thing. 4,000 bars in that one really? song. Yeah, Eminem's not trying to make bangers anymore, I don't think. I think he's just trying to showcase that he can literally rhyme anything about anything and mm -hmm. wordplay any word that's out there. Yeah. And it's pretty impressive. It's like his brain is just puking all over the goddamn mm -hmm. thing. It's pretty awesome to hear, to be honest. You listen to it. It's a, Nat is good. His last real like banger, I think, was what, Godzilla? Oh, that song is a absolute heater. That's what that guy, the rapper that passed away, what's his name? The uh... Juice World. Juice World. Yeah, Juice, Juice World is his name. But anyways, thank you. Michael in Chicago. Let's go to Brett in Iowa. There we go. Ooh. Hey, all right. Hey, on, Brett. hey, Brett in Iowa. What do you want to talk about, pal? Hey, hey Patty. How's the boys? How are you guys doing today? Hey, not too shabby. Where are you headed right now? Hope you got a mask on in that car. <laughs> I'm heading back to the view from work, so. But, uh, but, yeah, I just wanted to say I want no like, I appreciate you and the boys. Yikes. I absolutely love you. I'm a diehard Packer fan. And, uh, yeah, you guys do a lot of good for people. Um, we love listening to you. And then um, I'll ask you this. With Darren Rodgers absolutely dominating the NFC North, for as long as I can remember, you know, what do you think his DMs look like from Bears fans and oh, Vikings yeah. fans and Lions fans? That's pretty, now I think a lot of it is – thanks for the call, by the way, Brett, over there in Iowa. Is the Packers Iowa's team? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd say – Maybe, but there are a lot of Bears and Vikings fans. Too. A lot of Bears fans, for sure. I assume there's not a lot of things people can say to Aaron right now. No. You know what I mean? Even, mm -hmm. even if you're – a lot of people that listen to this show are potentially Bears or, or Lions fans or Vikings. We have some Vikings fans. A lot of tweets are, hate Aaron Rodgers Tuesday because I like – you know what I mean? Yeah. I like Aaron after. Right. He is just – and with the way he's playing, can't fucking – what are you going to say? Oh, you had four incompletions? Not really much you could say. Mm -hmm. And with the way he's uh, operating as a human on this show on a regular basis, I, I, think it's, I think it's tough to say anything bad. But, I mean, somebody on the internet will figure it out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Way. I think it's probably pretty tough to bury Aaron right now. Yeah, how can you? I mean, he, week in, week out on here, it's like he keeps surprising people, and people are, and more and more people are still saying, like, oh, shit, you know, this isn't the guy I've ever seen before. Yeah. Kill him with indifference, by the way, was a phrase that we learned this year, mm -hmm. 2020, I believe, yep. right? Was that this year? And that might have been last year. All kind of blends together. I know. We got to get to a break. 18 minutes into the second hour here. AJ Hawk will be joining us at some point. Oh. oh. Who is it? It's Mr. Corey Graves. Corey Graves is on oh. here. Corey. Oh. Corey. Oh. oh. 
Oh, look how cool he looks, what? dude. Every time. Bro, why do you look so cool all the time? He's in a flannel. He's got his neck tat. He's got a classic Hanes no bacon neck undershirt. Jeez. Incredible beanie on the head. The beard looks like it was literally just trimmed. Mm -hmm. You might be the coolest looking dude walking. That's a, That must be a pretty good thing there, Corey. I appreciate that. And of all the things I have to be thankful for in life, I'm probably most thankful for this jawline. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm Irish. You seem to have one of them AJ Hawk jawlines. Yeah. You and AJ got these just super defined ledges, shelves, as, as jaws. It's unbelievable. Corey, where are you right now? You, are you about to do a show? Uh, tomorrow, yes. Tomorrow we return to the Thunderdome inside of Tropicana Field down here in scenic St. Petersburg, Florida. So you guys are in Tampa right now? Or in St. Pete, but yes, essentially. Across the bay. Oh, well, you got a nice spot on the water down there? You and uh, you and the lady? It's not, it's not bad. It's not the best uh, accommodations we've ever experienced, but it'll do. It's somewhere to, to lay your head for a night and then do the show tomorrow and fly back home first thing Saturday morning. Well, how, what are you thankful for this 2020 year, Corey Graves? I have a lot to be thankful for, but I think everyone can agree with me that my greatest accomplishment was finally purging Steelers Nation of Evan Fox. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, <laughs> of all the things you did yeah. this year, that was it, Corey. Yeah, he did I'm a lot not one this to year. take undue credit, but I called in last week, told Foxy what was what, and what happened? Steelers resumed their winning ways. And Foxy got out. Foxy <laughs> yeah. left. Yeah, yep. that team's no fun to root for. They win a game, and I had no fulfillment. So I said, "See you later, Pittsburgh." Yeah, he oh, said, "That's it. That's like a, that's like an ex girlfriend. Like I didn't break up with you. You lost my number." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey, you're the best. Have a good show tomorrow, buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, of course. Happy uh, New Year. Tell Hawk I said Happy New Year, since I don't have the pleasure of seeing his handsome face. Please tell AJ Hawk that Corey Graves wishes him a happy 2021. Call back in like 10 minutes. <laughs> Seriously, AJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, believe it or not, I got stuff to accomplish. Oh, oh, okay. I'll, I'll let him know you're too busy for him, yeah. but I'll let him know hey. you, said, you said hello. Tell him I tried to hang around, but Sam Roberts took all my air time. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Corey Graves. Thank yeah. you, Corey. Corey. Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show. What a year. What a year 2020 was. And uh, we hope 2021 will be one where you all find incredible happiness, where you all find what you've been searching for, where you decide that the human you're going to be is going to be the one that you're going to love and be happy for for the rest of your life. Well said. And if you've already got to that point, here we go. Another year, another trip around the sun. Let's go ahead and dominate. If you're not there yet, we can't wait for you to get there with us. We can't thank you enough for taking this journey of life alongside us and allowing us to penetrate your ear holes. Ty Schmidt, please play some independent music. And let's propel these people into the greatest New Year's Eve of all time. And then into 2021, which is going to be the greatest year of all time. Cheers.